Okay, we're holding on the Aleph, on the Aleph, the top. We just saw the Mishnah yesterday, Machlikis Bishamay Bishilil, whether or not you're allowed to, you're supposed to lie down or stand up for Krishna, or is that referring to the times? So says the Gemara. Bishlam Bishilil, we understand by Bishilil Kamafarash Tamaihu. They explain the reasoning behind their stance that Bishavchachov Kumecha is referring to. The time of the day, the time of the Beishamah. They explained also the reasoning of Beishamah. Beishamah, my time of the Beishamah. But what's the reasoning why Beishamah didn't explain the, the Psukim the same way that Beishamah did? So Ami the Beishamah, would respond in Cain. If it was referring to times of the day as opposed to the the position that you're saying the Kriyashma in, the name of Kriyashma, the Pasuk should speak straight. It should say either the morning or the night. So why does it say when you lie down and when you get up? So he answers the Gemara, it must be It doesn't mean when you're lying down, but it means you have to literally be lying down. It doesn't mean when you're lying down, but when you're standing up. So now I ask the Gemara if that's true. So then why do you, how do you expound Right, according to base. Hillel, that's teaching me I can say it in any position. But according to Beishamai, I can derive the, I, the positioning. What? What's high? I thought we saw it was high with that. No, that's the Shulch Bechov Kumecha. But how do I know I can say it in any position? From Ovalech yeah. Dechavaderech. But according to Beishamai, that learned the positioning from Beishamai Bechov Kumecha, what's Ovalech Dechavaderech coming to teach me? What's high? High is this. This. Yeah. So he answers the Gemara, Haumibailahu, there Beishamai needed that Pasuk of Alech Dechavaderech to derive the Chitachtanya, like it was taught in the Braisa, Beshif Techobaveisecha, that when it says you're sitting in your house, it's Prat Lo Isik B'mitzvah. It's coming to exempt a person who's Isik B'mitzvah, that a person who's Isik B'mitzvah doesn't have to go ahead and perform mitzvahs. They're already in the middle of a mitzvah. Of Alech Dechavaderech, and a person who's walking on their way, they're going on the path, prat the chasen. It's coming to exclude a chasen. Rashi explains the principle of chasen is that even though he's not actively performing a mitzvah, since he's torud, since he's pre, he's what? He's there's a pre there's a word here pre preoccupied. He's preoccupied with performance of a mitzvah, right? He's concerned about having his uh, about there's a word here with a c. My English not is not is failing me today. Church. Something the marriage, consummating this marriage. He's nervous. He's preoccupied with consummating the marriage, so therefore he's exempt also from performing the mitzvahs. So that preoccupation, since it's revolving around the mitzvah, is also going to create an exemption from performance of mitzvahs. That's what overlech dechavaderech. That's only for ases. It's not allowed you to do isurin. Mikan omru. From here we derived hakinas as a besula, a person who marries a besula. Potter, he's exempt from mitzvahs because of his preoccupation. But when it comes to a person who is already married, it's her second marriage, so then she's a widow, then he's still obligated in mitzvahs because he knows, right, what's the preoccupation, whether he's going to find besulam now, whether she's, she's going to be a virgin. But here we know that since she's an almana already, that she's not going to be a virgin. So therefore... He doesn't, he's not Torah, he's not Torah, so then he doesn't have the exemption from mitzvahs from chasen. They're to marry. To, to consummate the marriage. 
So yes, the Gemara may mashma. Very good. You you got a pasuk of v'alech techavadeshach but but b'shiv techavay sechem sorry v'alech techavadeshach. But what do you see from here? Any allusion to the fact that it's a yisik b'mitzvah? Right? It seems like a pretty big non sequitur. What's the what's the, what's the correlation? So Amr of Papa kiderech. Rav Papa says you're obligated in mitzvahs like derech, like a path. Ma derech rishus. The same way, when you go on a path, you go on a journey, that's Rishus, you chose to do it, I've called Rishus. So to any time that you have a Rishus, then you're obligated to mitzvahs. So but you only have an obligation to mitzvahs when you're preoccupied with Dvorim Shal Rishus, things, volitional activities, right? But if it's an obligational activity, it's a separate mitzvah, so the Torah didn't mechaiv you. The Torah doesn't mechaiv you only while you're involved in volitional activities. So if you don't have a choice in what you do, you're not chayiv in mitzvah. No. It has to be volitional qua the Torah. But if it's not volitional qua the Torah, it's only volitional qua your own personal electives of what you want to do with your time. So then, the fact that you're stuck doing something doesn't exempt you from mitzvahs. So says the Gemara, Milo yaskinen deka ozaladvar mitzvah, are we not referring to a circumstance where he goes to perform a mitzvah? And nonetheless, Amar Rahman of the Torah says, Nonetheless, you have to read. Why? Because you're going on your path. The Torah says, go ahead and read the Torah. Read, read Krishna. So that's true. Why doesn't the Torah say, no? It's only when you're sitting and when you're going. When it's you're going, it's when you're sitting. So it has to be Beshevis Tidcha, Velechtis Tidcha, Kud Mechaivis. Right? It's only when it's Beshevis Tidcha, when your own choice of what you're sitting, or your own walking that you chose to walk, that's when you're Chaivin Mitzvahs. But Had the Mitzvah, but if you're doing a Shevis to Mitzvah, right? You're sitting and you're preoccupied with the Mitzvah, or you're going somewhere and you're preoccupied with the Mitzvah, then the Torah never obligated you on other Mitzvahs. You're Patirus, you're exempt. That's an unbelievable concept. The Torah only obligated you to perform one mitzvah at a time, but if you're already in the midst of doing one mitzvah, and another mitzvah comes your way, then, then you're exempt from performing it. Now, slow. all of these things that we should talk about, that we should talk about, what's that mean? How could you be obligated to say Kriya Shema when you're wearing tefillin? Right? You have to wear Kriya Shema when you're wearing tefillin. Are you wearing tzitzis? You're part of from all the other mitzvahs? So there's a question of what this means. It's Machlikas, Tisis, and Iran, and Sukkah, and Dachafhei. What the exact parameters are. It has to be maybe something called Yev Shalakayim Shneim. Right? That you can't perform one without the without stopping doing one. Maybe it's a discussion what's called Yev Shalakayim Shneim. It's a big discussion over there in the Sukkah, in the Mishnah, and Sukkah, and Dachafhei, and Aleph. Machlikas, Tisis, and Iran, not Asugya. But you should know it's such a discussion. Wonder what circumstances we say that this exemption kicks in. So says the Gemara Yehachi, if that's true, even if you marry an Amana, it's still a mitzvah. According to the Rambam, there's a mitzvah to get married. So you're getting married. According, yeah. So once you're getting married, so who cares if she's a Basula or an Amana? Either way, you're performing a mitzvah that she's going to do from other mitzvahs. Answer the Gemara, no. Hi, Tolrid, Vahailoi, Tolrid. 
It depends. One, when she's a basula, he's tolerated, he's preoccupied with it. And the preoccupation is the, what's generating the exemption. But when it comes to the almana, so then you're not preoccupied, and therefore there's nothing generating the exemption. Yes, the Gemara Mishum Tirda. Ah, what are you going to say? The whole concept here is if he's preoccupied, that's what's generating the exemption. Then Afilu Tava Sabayam, even if his boat sunk in the sea, Nami, that should also create an exemption in as much as he's going to be preoccupied with the fact that his boat sunk, right? He has a bunch, he has a delivery coming in from, to Israel from Amazon. He's been waiting for his iPods, his iP- what are they called? The AirPods. He's waiting for his AirPods to come in from America. Right? He's sitting there having cords coming out of his phone. It's not such a, it's not such a mahalach. The AirPods are finally coming in and the boat sank. Oh. He's upset, right? He can't do mitzvahs. What for mitzvahs? Which word is boat and which word is sank? Huh? is his boat. Tava is sunk. Biyam is in the sea. Says the Gemara, And what are you going to say? Yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe when he's lamenting the loss of his AirPods, so then maybe he's actually exempt from mitzvahs. Says the Gemara, Alma, it can't be. Why? Because Amar of Abba Bar Zavda, Rav Abba Bar Abda said, Amar Rav in the name of Rav. And Oval, a person who's in mourning, is Chayiv Bechol HaMitzvah Amoras Torah. He is obligated in all of the mitzvahs that are stated in the Torah. Chutz Tfilin, except for Tfilin. This is only on the first day of Avelis. Why? Shahore, because behold, Ne'emar Behem Pe'er was stated by Tfilin Pe'er. Sh'ne'emar, like it says in the Pasuk, Pe'er Chovush Alecho. That your splendor is is worn on your head. It's worn on you. So therefore, since it's a splendor, so therefore, when a person's in the morning, so he's not able to express that splendor. So therefore, he's, ex- he's exempt from Tulin on the first day. When, isn't like the funeral, uh, something different. Before burial, he's in a state called Aninas. He's an Ainan. There, he's already, it's very relevant to this, he's called Isik B'mitzvah. He's in the middle of being involved in the burial of the deceased. And therefore, it's an Isik B'mitzvah, Patamina Mitzvah. Correct. So there, what's the difference? How come when it comes to his boat that sunk, he's not exempt? And here, when it comes to the chassan who's preoccupied with Be'ilus Mitzvah, then he's yes, exempt. So the Gemara responds, Pashtachilik, Hasim Torah Tirdim Mitzvah. When it comes to the chassan, he's preoccupied with thoughts about a mitzvah. But Hacha, when he comes to discussing mourning, so then he's Torah Tirdim Mitzvah. There's no obligation to be said. Obviously, there's certain obligations when it comes to a velis that you have to show covered to the mace. But to be down, that's not something which is obligatory. And since it's not obligatory, that doesn't create an exemption from mitzvahs. Well, Beishamai, oh, so now, Beishamai, what do you do with that pasuk of, of what? Of, what's the cheshben? What's the cheshben here? Of... Beshiv techol veisecha, right? We're holding by what? Beshiv techol veisecha. There we have a prat lechasin. A blech lechadel is prat lechasin. So beishamai, how mubray they prat leshluchei mitzvah. So what do we need it for? According to beishamai, we need it for a shluchei mitzvah. The shluchei mitzvah exempt. Third, beisilam hilul amri memilish mamina. If you bederech nami kri, how does beisilam no shluchei mitzvah? Because that's called bederech. So that's also including Shluchim Mitzvah, that they're exempt from Mitzvahs. And the Mila, 
we don't need a separate derivation. Shluchay mitzvah are people who are going to perform mitzvahs on your behalf. A shliach, a messenger for mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Automatically. What's pras? Pras is excluding. Yeah. So that's our sugi here. The drushas might be syllabi sham I did with each one of the drushas, and why each one didn't hold of the other. Tanur Rabbanu was taught in Braisa. Basil says, Umdin Vukurin, that you can stand and read Shema. Yeshvin Vukurin, you can sit and read Shema. Umatin Vukurin, you can lean and say Shema. Holchin Bederich Vukurin, you can walk on the path and say Shema. Usin Belmanachtan, the Bach changes here to Uskin Belmanachtan, that they're busy doing their work, Vukurin, they can read Shema while at work. And there was an incident with Rabbi Yishmael, Rabbi Elizabeth and Azariah, and Rabbi Elizabeth and Azariah, Echad. They were leaning together, they were eating together in one place. Rabbi Yishmael was leaning while they were together. Rabbi Elizabeth and Azariah, Zokov. Rabbi Elizabeth and Azariah was sitting up straight. Now, what happened? The time for Kriyashma came. So he to Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar leaned, right? Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah leaned, seemingly like Beishamai, right? V'zokaf Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel stood up, sat up straight, and ahalfechu, right? They flipped each other. So Amr the Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, Rabbi Shmuel. So after this, this, this incident, Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah opened up his mouth and he said to Rabbi Shmuel, Shmuel Achi, Shmuel my brother. I'll give you an, an allegory to the event that just occurred right now. To what this was just comparable to. He says, it's a it's like someone says to you, wow, you have such a nice long beard, very, very stark of you. Yeah? Stark, good, very nice, rabbinic. So he responded to those people who praised his beard and he said, I'm going to go take it to someone who's going to take a knife and shave it off. <laughs> so, so to with you. The whole time that I'm sitting up straight, now you're leaning. But now, when I lean to be machmer for the sheet of Eishamai, Atazakafta, now you're going and standing up. What, you're, you're going to be makel now all of a sudden? Before you were leaning, stay leaning. Why do you have to mess it up? So Amelo, he responded to him, Ani Asisi Kedivir Beis Hillel. I acted like Beis Hillel. Va'ata Asisi Kedivir Beis Shammai. And you acted like Beis Shammai. And therefore I was correct, and not you. Velo'ud, and not only was I doing like Beis Hillel and you were doing like Beis Shammai, Elashemi Yiru Atalmidim Vikvu Halacha Ladoris. Maybe the Talmidim will see... And they're going to establish the halacha, the dorus, like Beishamai. And therefore, I stood up. Yes, the Gemara, my Velo'od. What's the mean Velo'od? What's the Velo'od? Seemingly, it's the same thing. Vechitema Beishilil nami eisluhumatin. So his response was what? You're going to tell me, you did like Beishamai, and I did like Beishilil. So what are you going to respond? No. I also, I, Rebbe Lozab and Azariah, also did like Beishilil. Because Beishilil also agrees that you could lean. He might hold you don't have to lean, but you could lean. And therefore, I, Rebbe Lezim and Azari, did something preferable because I leaned, which is an acceptable practice according to Beis Hillel, but it's an obligatory practice according to Beis Shammai. So I leaned, I did great. 
So v'chitim be'isil nami islumatin. According to be'isil, it's also kedalin. Hani mili damata va'osem ikara. That's only if you're leaning from the onset. Aval hacha, but here. In your circumstance where you're sitting up straight, since up until now you were standing up straight, oh. and now you lean specifically when the time of Kriyashma came, the students are going to say, Wow, it must be that Rebbe Lezav Nazariah holds like, and therefore if the Talmidim see such a thing, they're going to establish the halach like that for the generations. Therefore, I, Rabbi Shmuel, Preempted that mistake, and I, I sat up straight. In order, Hibadafka sat up straight to show you don't have to be leaning. I, Rabbi Elizabeth Azaria, leaned. Yeah, he was more comfortable. He's been sitting up straight for a long time. But I'll show you, Rabbi Shmuel, that I could sit up straight and say, Kriyashma, the halacha is not like Beishamai. Kishmak. Now, tell me, Rabbi Yechezkel, Rabbi Yechezkel said as follows Also, Kedib Rabbi Shammai, also Kedib Rabbi Shalil. Yeah? If a person does like Beishamai, a person can do like Beishelil. Also, Rabbi Yosef, Amri, also can do Beishamai, also Klum. So he says, Rabbi Yosef said, no. A person does like Beishamai, it's like they didn't do the mitzvah whatsoever. Wow. Nothing. Ditan, who was taught in the Mishnah, Mishai Arisha Virubi Sukkah, someone who had their head and the majority of the body in the Sukkah, Vishulchanu Batei Chabayas. But the shulchan wasn't in the sukkah, it was in the house. So Bishamay pleased him. Bishamay says it's possible, why? Because maybe you're going to go into your house, follow after your shulchan. Bishil says it's kasha. So Amru lehem Bishil said to Bishamay, There was an incident that the elders of the base midrash of Shamay, Vizikni Bishil, and the elders of the base midrash of Hillel, the vaker as Vyachanan ben Achronis, they all went to visit. They saw him, he was sitting, his head, his body were in the sukkah. But his table was inside the house. So what should be the din? According to Beishamai's puzzle, and according to Beishelel, it's kosher. Now comes along the Tamid of Beishelel, what do they say? They didn't say anything to him. So it must be that Beishamai agrees, <coughs> they, they, they acquiesce to the opinion of Beishelel. Mm-hmm. So Amr they responded, the Talmidim of Beishamai responded to the Talmidim of Beishelel. He said, Misham Raya? You're going to bring a proof from there? Avhim Amrulo? No, the Talmidim of Beishamai said to him, the Zakini Beishamai said to him, Imkin Haisa Noeg, if that's how you acted, Lo Kiyamta Mitzasukim Yamecha. No, they told him he never fulfilled. The Mitzvah Sukkah his entire life. And therefore, the same way that Rabbi Yosef said, if you do like Beishamai, it's lo osav lo klum. Beishamai held that if you do like Beishelel, it was lo osav lo klum. He never, he never fulfilled the Mitzvah his whole life. I don't get it. They said that you didn't say anything, and it's like, no, they did say something. Actually. Right, yeah. It's interesting. What happened? They said something after the Zakni Beishelel left. It seems like that, right? Also, it's a weird bit that, like, Following Beishamai's, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, like logic about, it's as if he never fulfilled them, like, he never followed Beishamai as a general rule. Yeah. Beishamai held, Beishamai held that if you do not like Beishamai, you never fulfill the mitzvah. And we're holding Beishamai in that regard. No, Beishamai, yeah. The law would say, sorry. We're so glad Beishamai, and we started crying every time. Proof. 
Why am I not proving that? No, the proof was right. So the proof was is he was holding like Beis Hillel, and Beis Hillel wanted to prove from that incident that even Beis Shammai agreed to Beis Hillel. And the answer was it's not a proof. They actually fought, and they fought to the extent that they held that if you do like Beis Hillel and not like Beis Shammai, you didn't fulfill a mitzvah. But why this guy? Good. Yeah, it wasn't from this guy specifically. It was the fact that Beis Shammai didn't say anything. That was the proof. Yeah. Comes out of Nachum by Yitzchok and he says, if you do like Beisham, you actually chayiv misa. It's not like it says in the Mishnah. Everyone hated Beisham. Yeah. Not the Chas V'Shalom. There's a Gemara. The Gemara even says that the Bia Maskul came there. Machri like Beisham. Amr of Tarfa. Beisil, I'm sorry. Beisil, Beisil. Amr of Tarfa. Nani Yitzi Boba Derech. There's a Mishnah. Our Mishnah. Reb Tarfa says I was going in the path. Reb Yitzi Likos Kedu Beisham. I leaned like Beisham. I was kandi ba'atrim nemi alistim. I became endanger myself in front of robbers. Amr so the said to him, "Can I It was worthwhile for you to be a chayv misa for such an act. Why? Shavat al dibe You don't listen to beisilol. So chayv misa. Yeah. Now obviously it's not chayv misa. It's the migdar milsa, right? You can't have the Torah being like two Torahs. So that's why it's not a chayv misa. Like you need hasra. Chazal have the right the migdar milsa to be making the Torah. To make sure that the Torah is able to be sustainable, not like two Torahs. Now, a new Mishnah. The Mishnah says it's an interesting Mishnah that we shouldn't take this in different directions. In the morning, you make two brachas beforehand, and one bracha afterwards, right? And one afterwards, right? In the evening, right? The fanel and the before it, b'shem la'acharel, right? Ms. Viamuna, Hashkivenu. Now says the Mishnah: Achas arucha, va'achas ktsara. One's long and one's short. Now, what's long and short? This Rashi explains it's going on Mayrid, Ms. Viamuna, and Hashkivenu. Why are they long and short? According to Rashi, according to Rashi, they're long and short because. Emes is very long, there's a lot of words, and Ashkivinu is not so long, there's not so many words. And therefore, Now in the place where they said to be Meirich, you're not able to make it shorter. You're not allowed to make it longer. If they told you to have a chesima on the bracha, it should end with baruch then you can't take that out. But if they didn't have a baruch you can't add one in. From here, according to Perush Rashi, is a makor that you cannot change the nusach atfila. The nusach atfila is set. If we're talking about the length of the words, how many words, what words are in here? So if it's aruch, you can't be mekatzer. If it's katzer, you can't be meirich. Rashi's learning is going the length of the bracha. You can't change it. It's a set length. That's Shitas Rashi. The Rishonim disagree. Who are the Rishonim, the Rashba, the Rabbeinu Yilina, the Rabbeinu Tam? They learned that, what's it mean, L'Katzer, L'Harich? It means, is there a Psicha and a Chasima? We know usually the structure of Brachos is that they have an opening and a closing. A Baruch Ata, and they end with a Baruch Ata. That's an Aruch. And a Katzer, is a Machlikas, Rabbeinu Tam, and Rabbeinu Yilina had to learn this, but a Katzer doesn't have a, both a Psicha and a Chasima. So, if you're going to take Hashkivenu, it doesn't start with a Psicha. It only has a Chasima. And therefore, that's called a kotzer. So there, we would have an proof according to them, and nafkamina would be, are you allowed to change the text in between? According to, according to what? According to Rabbeinu Yoyna, Rabbeinu Tam, the Rashba, you could. 
According to Rashi, you couldn't. The Rambam brings the din in Hilchos Brachos, Hilchos Twila, like Rashi, and he says if you do change it, you're a Toa. In Hilchos Kriyashima, he brings the din of Rabbeinu Yoyna, and he brings the din of the Rabbeinu Tam. That, and he says that if you change it, you're a Toa, and you have to be Chizim Mavarach, you have to make a Bracha again. The Gain says Pshat is the Rambam learned both dinim. The Rambam learned that if you change the Nusach, but you don't change the opening of the bracha, the closing of the bracha, so it's wrong. You can't change it. But it's not preventative. You still fulfill the, the bracha itself, b'diyavad. Whereas when it comes to changing the psicha, the chsima, says again, b'dast rambam, that that's ma'akib, a preventative of you fulfilling your obligation to make a bracha, and therefore we have to make a bracha again. So three ways of ma'akib, because we show them how to learn pshat in the Mishnah. Does this have any impact on changing the nusach? Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Well, but uh, it's a different discussion. Um, it's the same discussion. It's all based off how to learn Pshat this mission. If we have the time at the end, we could get more in depth. But already uh, that was more Ian than usual, right? We tried to throw in a little purpose here and there because so the Illuminism fall asleep. But not too much. Right? Yes, the Gemara. So what bracha do you make? Amir the Yankiv, Amir the Ishia. Yankiv says in the name of the Ishia. Right? The first bracha you make of Birchus Kriyashma is Yutsa Urvari Khishik. He makes light, he created darkness. Yes, the Gamora Lima Yutsa Urvari Nagil. Why are you talking about Khishikh darkness? Say that he created Ur and he created Nagil. Nagil is the darkness when it's about to turn into light. Right? It's a little more inspirational. So they ask the Gamora, Kidik Sivka Amrina. No, we write like it says in the Pasuk. So the Pasuk says, What? It says, Yudza Ur, Bari Chushech, Usa Shalom of Varira. Say, Yes, the Gamora, Elamiata, Usa Shalom of Varira, Mika Amrinan. Kedich Siv. What do you mean? In the Brach, we don't say, Usa Shalom of Varira. So, how could you say that we, uh, we, we follow like what is written in the Pasuk? Elaksiv Ra, rather it's written Ra, Vakrinan Hakol. And we read, right? Usa Shalom of Varira Hakol. Right? So there, how can we don't do the same thing? Then we say to you, she say, no, go. So says the Gemara, no, Ra is different. The fact we change Ra to Akol is Lishna Ma'alia. We're just trying to use a proper language, a nicer language. To say Ra and Abracha is not a nice thing. So the Ra we change to Akol. But Chishach, what's wrong? So yes, the Gemara, Hachanami, Leimanoiga, Lishna Ma'alia. So, whoa, once we're making a Lishna Ma'alia, so Choshech, the Goyim speaks out here in the Bi'ar Agra, not the Bi'ar Agra, in the Chidushim, on the, on the Masechus Brachos, the Goyim speaks out. Choshech refers to Golos lots of times, right? Choshech al-Pneyatahim is referring to Golos, right? Choshech is Golos, so say Noga, that's also Lishnema Aliyah, the same way. Ra is also not such a nice word. So answer the Gemara, Nupshat, Ela Amirava, a whole Nupshat, Kedei lahazkir midas yirin balayla, we want to mention the attributes of days at night, and we want to mention the attributes of night during the day. Right? So during the day we say Cheshech, and in the evening we also mention, in the evening we also mention Or, we mention the day. When do we that? What, what's the bracha we say? Right, we mentioned both. Now, why do we? What's the benefit of saying, "Midas Yim Valayla, Midas Laila"? But you're mentioning day into the night time and night in the daytime. 
because there was something called and they held that there was someone that created the sun and there's a different God that created the moon and therefore by mentioning that our God created both the day and the night and the night and the day that's, that's an affirmation that we believe that there was only one creator for all of it so that's the benefit of mentioning so says the Gemara I understand where you mentioned the night during the day like we said already that he created night and he created darkness but where do we find that we mention the day during the nighttime prayers so answers the Gemara that he pushes aside the day for night and night for day Yes, the Gemara of Idach Mayhi. What's this Kasha? Ah, what's the other bracha? What's the second bracha that we make before him? I'm reviewed. I'm a Shmuel. Avarabba. We make an Avarabba. We're talking in the morning. The second bracha before Kriyashima is Avarabba. Vechin Uri Le Ribalazar, the Rav Petas Brei. And so too, that's what Ribalazar told. To Rav Panas's son, Avarabba, that you should say Avarabba is the second bracha before Krishna. Taninami Hachi was taught similarly in a brisa. In Umim Avas Olam, we don't say Avas Olam in the morning. Ela Avarabba, rather we say Avarabba. Virabanan, slow, slow, guys, slow, slow, slow. Kolonus Chos Kshiris, don't worry. Yeah, the Rabbanan, but the Rabbanan, the sages, the Talmud Chachamim, Amri Avas Olam. They say Avas Olam even in the morning. V'cheinu Oimer, and that you can find in a pasuk. V'Avas Olam Ahavtich, I loved you, a permanent love. Alkein Mashachti Chesed, and that's why I pulled in you Chesed. The Mefarshim speak out here that what that a person who's Isik B'Torah Belaila is Mershkin Lav Chutzal Chesed, right? That he gets a Chutzal Chesed. We saw the Gemara already. So the Mashachti Chesed is referring to Tamei Chachamim that Shtayig also in the night times, and then they say Avas Olam. I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm a Shmuel. Now this gets interesting, guys. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Hishkim Lashanos, a guy gets up to Shtag, Adshalei Kor Kriya Shema, Tzorich Levarech. If he didn't say Kriya Shema yet, he has to make a bracha, he has to make a birkas HaTorah. Misha Kor Kriya Shema, but once he read Kriya Shema already, ain't Tzorich Levarech. He doesn't have to say a birkas HaTorah. Why not? Shekvar Nifter Ba'ahavarabah. Because he was already exempted from the chiyuv of saying Birkas HaTorah with the bracha of Averaba. So that we see, right? It says, That suffices to make, to stand in lieu of the Birkas HaTorah. Wait, what's Aleph Tzadi? Aleph Tzadi? Ain't Tzorich. Ain't not Tzorich. He doesn't have to. Why doesn't it just refer to it as Averaba? Why does it say Kriyashma? It's kind of confusing. Because you had to make the bracha beforehand. Oh, okay. I guess. You're right. I'm Rav Huna. So now, he says like this. Rav Huna said, If you're learning Tanakh, which are Psukim, which are parts of Torah, which came directly, they came from Hashem, then you have to make a bracha on it. But if you're just learning Midrashim, then... You don't have to make a bracha. He doesn't need it. Now, these midrashim, we're talking about the sifra, the sifri, the midrashim yalacha, that are going on the psukim themselves. That's the first opinion. That's Rav Huna's opinion. 
Rebbe Lozer, Amar le Mikra Ule Midrash Sarch Lavarich. Rebbe Lozer disagrees. He holds you have to make a bracha both on Mikra, it came from Hashem, Ule Midrash, since the Midrash are directly related to the understanding of the Psukim, which came from Hashem. But the Mishnah, if you're just learning Mishnah, yes, no? Ain't Sarch Lavarich. Then you don't have to make a bracha. Rav Yechonon Amar, Rav Yechonon is a third opinion. Amar, after the Mishnah, Namit Sarch Lavarich. When it comes to the Mishnayis, then you also have to make a bracha. Because why? Because there, that's the metz I'm saying that is the Torah Paul Shabbat Peh. There's all the halachas, that's all the dinim. So obviously, for all the dinim, then you have to make a bracha. Avala Talmud, but if you're learning the Gemara, which is just Smaras and Taimim, then not the Torah Shabbat Peh itself, then in Tzarech then you don't have to make a bracha. The Talmud is referring to itself? Correct. Virava Omar, but Rava said differently. He disagreed. After the Talmud, Sarich Levarich. Even for Talmud, you have to make a bracha for learning it. Why? Because Rebchia Barashi said, Zimnin Sagin, there were lots of times. Zimnin time, Sagin, plentiful. There were a lot of times. Have a I was in standing, Kame, in front of the Rav, in front of Rav. The Snuay Pyukin Besifro, the Bey Rav, and he was learning Sifron in the, in the base Midrash. Navi Makdim, first what he would do is he'd get up. He would make a birkas Torah, and he would teach us Torah. Then he would teach us. Only after he made a birkas Torah, even though he was teaching Talmud, then it's pashit because the Talmud is the ikahirah, right? So it's the ikahirah. So the Nevada, you have to go ahead and make a bracha beforehand. What are you asking? Why do you read the first brackets not the second? You different Correct. The square brackets we read. The round brackets we don't. Round brackets or parentheses. Parentheses, yeah. Parentheses, you skip the brackets we read. Mind of Borich. Say, yes, the Gemara, what bracha do you make? What's the bracha? What's the Birkas Torah? What's the Birkas Torah? Amar of Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Yehuda said the name of Shmuel, Asher Kachano be Mitzvah Yisrael, Zivonu Nasik, Bediv Reisara. The bracha is to be Yisrael, Bediv Reisara. Now, that's according to Yehuda, Amar Shmuel. Rav Yechonon, Messiah, Beihachi. Rav Yechonon continued it. Right? The hair of Noah, Hashem Lekeinu, as Div Reisara, Oscha Befinu. The Gurin Ashasia points out to the Rift that had different gear songs. He says, Yeah? Yeah? Which one's first? Which one's Ashkenaz? Lomde is Ashkenaz. Yeah, Lomde is it? Lomde, Lomde is Ashkenaz. Now that's the first opinion what the bracha should be. Rav Hamnuna Omar, Rav Hamnuna said differently. Right now, it's a machlekes here. What's the bracha that you make? First we have Rav Yudam Shmuel with a tesefes from Yochanan. And then we have Rav Hamnuno that comes along and says, Hold the bracha, Machlaikas. So I'm Rav Hamnuno, Zul Ma'ula Shebebrachas. This is the most beautiful of all the brachas. Hilkach, and therefore, since that's true, we have two opinions, the Mirnu Lekulu. We say all of them. There's a Gemara's Maskana. We say both. Pelopfoyim. What's that mean? Right. So now, there's a question here in the Piskim. Is Birkas Torah Dinder Aisa Dinder Abanan? The Shagas Aryeh. Brought down in the Mishnah Bura already holds that Birkas Torah is a chiv midaraisa. So if you thought the only time you had a chiv midaraisa to make a bracha was by benching, 
According to Shangas Ari, Paskin like this in the Mishnah Brura, that what? Because the Torah is also a deraisa. He faces that. No, no, I forget. You look at the Shangas Ari, I forget. I forget the Pasuk. No, no. If you want, I'll tell you the seven. Remind me afterwards. Now, he says as follows, though. Even if Birkas Torah is Daraisa, only one bracha is Daraisa, not both. So now what happens if you have a suffix whether you make Birkas Torah yet? Has that ever happened to anyone? Yeah. You have a suffix whether you make Birkas Torah or not. So, so in order to be Yitzhi, the Chiv Daraisa, you only have to make one of the brachas. So the Piskim say it's better to make the bracha of Rav Amnuna, Sheba Chabonu, since it's the Ma'ula Sheba Brachas. So once you made one bracha, you were Yitzhi, Chiv, and Daraisa. Aye, now the other bracha you have to say me the Rabbanan, because Chazal established still that you have to make both brachas. It's there we say Safek to Rabbanan Lekula. And therefore, you only make one of the brachas for Malcolm that you have a Safek, whether you made Birkas Torah or not. Obviously, if you said Abba Rabba, the Gemara told me that you don't have to make another bracha. Right? That's why I have a lot of that you Yeah, this is more complicated though, because it's a discussion why don't we, right? This is a, Throw this in real quick, but why? Do, how come we don't make a bracha every time that we sit and learn? We stop learning, we don't learn, we're continuing learning. This is a machlekes rishenim. Well, there's a concept. What's the concept of hefsik by Birkas Torah? Um, one second, one second. There's a machlekes rishenim. I forget. I forget who says what. One says there is a concept of hefsik. By the discussion is a concept of hefsek by shena by sleeping by other by, by when it's, you're not sleeping the fact is you have a chiv still so since you have a chiv so then there's no hefsek here but by shena maybe there is a hefsek that's machlekes yishenim according to Rabbeinu Yonah that says sleeping is not a hefsek so then the way Rabbeinu Yonah says that the reason why you have a new chiv is because every day it's its own chiv of Talmud Torah so Rikiva Iger says. Based off that, Lil Shvuas, when you wake up in the morning, either because you took a nap the day before, so now you have a chiv because that half sick, or because it's a new day, like Rabbi Yaina, then you have a new chiv. Yeah. Tanan, Hassan was telling the Mishnah over there, Amadem and Mamuna. It's a Mishnah in Talmud. Who learned Talmud last year? Half the Ilum learned Talmud last year. Right? So Amadem and Mamuna, do you remember this? The Mamuna was the Skan coin, right? The Skan. Bochu Blocha Achas. Make one bracha, meaning to say, make one bracha of birkas kriyashma. Vim baruchu lekaru aseras adibras. They made the bracha. They read the Ten Commandments. They read Shema. Vayayim Shemoya. They read Vayim Shemoya. They read Vayaymer. The third parsha, Yisias Misraim. Baruchu was ha'am gimel brachos, and they benched the am the three brachos. Emes v'yatziv v'avida ubirkas kohenim. Those were the three brachos they made. Well, the Shabbos, on Shabbos, when the Mishmaros would change, right, we know that the Mishmaros changed every Shabbos, then they would give bracha achas the Mishmar HaYetzeh. They would add a fourth bracha for the Mishmar HaYetzeh. So, my bracha achas. What was this bracha achas? Which one of the two brachos of the Birchus Krishma before Shema did they make? They didn't have time for both. They were busy doing the Avedal. So now the Shaila is, which one of the two brachos did they do? Kihadar of Abba, Verbiusi Ba'aba, Iklo Lahu Asra. So now, Rabbi Abba and Rabbi Yusi Abba went to Eretz Yisrael. Rabbi you know you, they asked them, my bracha achas. They asked them, what is it? No, Rabbi Adoyu, they didn't know. Also, Shailur al-Masna, they went to ask al-Masna, which was that bracha achas they made. No, Rabbi he didn't know. Also, Shailur the Rabbi Yehuda, they went and asked Rabbi Yehuda. I'm the who, they said, he knew. He responded to them. Hachi Amr Shmuel. Shmuel said, Avarabba. That that one bracha was Avarabba. And not... 
and not Yitzah Or. Vamir of Zrika, Amir of Ami, Amir of Shimon and Lakish. Rav Zrika said in the name of Ami, who said the name of Rish Lakish. Yitzah Or. Machlikas was Yitzah Or, was Abba Rabba. So he asked Rav Yitzchak by Yosef. When Rav Yitzchak by Yosef came, Amir Hadir of Zrika, not by Firashit Mar, that which Rav Zrika said in the name of Ami, in the name of Rish Lakish, wasn't said explicitly. Rather, it was something that he inferred. Dalmer of Zrika, Amir of Ami, because Zrika said the name of Ami, Amir of Shimon Lakish, in the name of Shimon Lakish. This means to say the fact they only said one bracha means to tell, teach me that brachas ain't ma'achvaz wudzul. That one bracha doesn't prevent the ability of saying the other bracha. Right? It doesn't prevent. Right? It doesn't, the fact that you only said one bracha, you're still allowed to say one bracha. You don't have to say both. They're not a tag team. Now, if you said the bracha that they said was Yotza or Abu Amri, that's what they said, then it makes sense that what? That you can derive a principle of bracha in because now I started that process, I said the first bracha, and even though I didn't say the second bracha, it's not preventative. Because they didn't end up at the end of the day, they didn't say Abba nonetheless. They were able to say the first bracha. So the, the second bracha, the bracha is going to come as a tag team. But if you would say that they would only say then my bracha is Me, well, How could you derive the concept of brachas not being preventative to each other? Why? Maybe the reason they didn't say yotzer or was Maybe the reason was because they said it so early, right? They did uh, some of the videos early in the morning, and now they were going to say Kriya Shema, but it still wasn't the time to say Yotza Or. So they only made the Avarab, it was too early. You can only say Yotza Or once it was, once it was what? Mishiyakir. So maybe they were saying it after Alois, before Mishiyakir, and they couldn't make the Brach of Yotza Or. Now they can't make the Brach of Yotza Or. Now maybe they only said Avarab. Vikimatazman Yotza Or. But now that the, the time of Yitzhak would come, Havu Amri, then, then they would say, what? They would say Yitzhak And therefore, maybe brachas are ma'akvos, but at the end of the day, they end up saying both. Yeah, what's your question, Sadi? What's matah? Matah, when it would reach, when it would come. When right? they would reach the time of Yitzhak Now, says the Gemara, V'imichlala, if you were going to derive it, my v'imichlala, well, how could, what are you saying that this is a whole uh, an inference that you're de- deriving it from here? Maybe Maybe really, even according to if you're deriving it from this statement of Ein brachas so maybe really they said is the first bracha. And when the time of Yitzor came, then they would say Yitzor. my So what's it mean? When Reb Zirka said in the name of Ami that the brachas are ma'ak So before we learned it, may need to say that if you omit one of the brachas, they're not codependent. So he's saying here, no, maybe that's not true. Maybe in brachas ma'ak means say there are brachas, that you don't have to say them in order. Avada, you have to say both. And that's what Reb Zirka and Ami meant. Just, you could say them, Avarabah, before the bracha of Yitzhahor. And therefore you couldn't derive it mechlola. So it must be that it was something which is said explicit. Shkoyach.